Hello, and welcome back to Two Cups Between. I'm Jordan, here with my best friend, Sam. Hello. Hi, Sam. What's (laughs) up, my friend? Oh, not much, actually. Actually, actually, things have settled out. I finished my closet (gasps) reconstruction. Let's go. Yes, we are done with closet. (laughs) We're done with closet gate. Um, It's over. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Wow, that's so nice. I need to do my closet (laughs) now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a lot of emotional baggage off. You know, a nice opening to cancer season. It's fine. We're doing great. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, cancer season. Oh, cancer season. (laughs) How are you? Well... We are at the time of recording this on day two of cancer uh-huh. season. Yeah. But wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> as a water sign, mm-hmm. uh, I've been through it and back. And now wow. I think I'm on the up and up. <laughs> it's only day two. Yeah. But like the days leading up, I was like, oh. I'm on an emotional roller coaster. Whoa, whoa. Let me off. Let me off this thing. Wow. And I went to bed yesterday super frustrated. Like, I was so irritable. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You ever just, like, you're tired and, like, ready to go to bed, but you're very dissatisfied with the day? (laughs) You're yes. just like, it seems silly now, but you're just like, I didn't do anything today. I sucked. <laughs> no, I feel that so hard because sometimes I'm just like, I didn't do a single thing for me today. And yeah. that feels really, really bad. Like, yeah. it and, feels so unsatisfying. And yesterday to not was the solstice, and I'm like, you know, like, I'm oh a little God. hippy dippy, and I'm I like, I wanted forgot. to do something special for the solstice. And mm-hmm. instead, it was just super gloomy. I didn't get to go outside and. Uh, didn't do a single thing. Didn't do a single reflection of anything. I didn't either, but I also forgot. I literally had a really sick migraine all day yesterday. Called out of work because mm. I felt so horrible. Oh, um, I wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, I did call out of work yesterday. <laughs> uh, I felt truly ill. Um, yeah, I felt yeah. good enough to. I like really psyched myself up to go to the library because i wanted to pick up my physical library card and like Mm. do a a few booky bookish things Mm. Mm -hmm. not booky things that's gambling bookish (laughs) things like relating to books what is booky things a bookie is the person who like like you place your bets with wait what did you not know that no i've never heard this before (laughs) i'm having an immigrant moment (laughs) (laughs) just that's my cop out whenever i don't know something (laughs) i'm an immigrant i'm an immigrant i don't know i don't know these things that's yes that's a bookie i did bookish things (laughs) going to the library went to a used bookstore Ooh, Um, i have some stuff you did a you had a nice solstice day i went to a tiny coffee shop in the town where my high school is which is like where the the library is suddenly i am um suddenly (laughs) i am yeah yeah i'm having a moment a main character moment Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah i did that i really enjoyed it i had a great time then i went to another library 
but um that's in the other county mm, okay and library they tour. were like yeah and like for the general county library you can get a library card if you live in the neighboring counties but for mm. that library which is like the town library mm. you have to live in the county in the town really? to use I that that's library how my hometown's library is because that's the yeah. only library card i have <laughs> oh like your hometown one yeah yeah the yeah. suburbs the town library or the county library uh it's they're the different. town uh that's a good point i think it's the county i think it's the, the county, county library. library sometimes yeah. in north carolina if you live in the neighboring counties you can also uh-huh. go to that library but right right, right, right. i don't know why everybody can't use every library i think it's i know stupid, it's a little so. weird like gatekeeping books <laughs> at least me. the state your library is better funded than mine because i live in a poor county like why can't i right. use it oh that's my i get problem. it now <laughs> the light that's, bulb yeah <laughs> okay the librarian who helped me was like it's a municipality thing and i'm like uh, oh you're just keeping it's out. like oh so just you're just you're throwing <laughs> out ancient county. words at me to just mm-hmm. justify this that's fine yeah it was, I mean, it wasn't her fault fully. It was, well, yeah. it's the county's fault. Like the, you know, the way it's all set yeah. up and whatever, 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 whatever. It's fine. They were like, oh, you could pay $65 a year to use a library. What? And I said, absolutely no, that's not. not. Is that a library anymore? No, <laughs> exactly. that's, the that might as well be free. Amazon Kindle. Exactly. <laughs> then I'm, I'm paying for my Kindle Unlimited subscription at that like, point. Like, no. This is an audible, honey. This is a library. <laughs> It's a library. Thank you so much. That's so funny. Um, yeah, but I had a really nice day other than having a horrendous migraine. I also um, I filmed a vlog last week, which is weird. It's about Super to be. Weird. Well, once this comes out, it's going to be out. Yeah, actually. it'll be live when this episode comes out. Wow. Ooh, yikes. You're a YouTuber. <laughs> You're a YouTuber now. She's a YouTuber. Are you going to VidCon? Like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> ew. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh, we don't Whatever. have any friends going to VidCon, do we? No, no thank okay, god. Okay, okay. Not yet, at least. Maybe in a couple years. <laughs> Including anyway, you. It, no. <laughs> Staying home, okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, we are changing up the episode format a little bit. Just a tiny bit. You know, we're doing this, which is really good for us, less than 10 minutes of talking shit. Um, and we're going to dive into the I mean, astrology we're keep, right away. We're going to talk different shit now. Oh, yeah. We'll, talk, we'll still talk shit. Right. We'll, ha- we'll have more to talk about later, I'm sure. But yes. we're going to dive into the astrology pretty quickly here. We're going to get, we're going to cut to the chase, if you will, you know? Can you believe it? Us cutting to the chase? Mm, yeah. Never thought convinced. I'd see the day. <laughs> but we're going to get into the astrology early to better guide our conversation, I think. Mm-hmm. And also for me, I mean, maybe it is because it is a water season. Like, I literally felt like yesterday that I was back in Pisces season. I was like, I haven't felt this uncontrollably emotional in a while wow. like i was really thinking at, like i was surprised of how self-aware i was while going through it mm-hmm. but i was like i haven't felt like like i've been pretty okay and able to just like control right. how i feel not control that sounds like right. 
Not like that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, well, you know, be a little less emotionally reactive. But yesterday I was mm-hmm. just like flying off the walls, it felt like. <laughs> and yeah, so I just feel like that's a water season effect for me. Um, like I don't necessarily look forward to water seasons. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. Like whenever water signs are just like our seasons are the best, I'm like, said no one ever. <laughs> like that is not true. Um, it's like our seasons are tough and yeah. they are uh rewarding in ways that like you're not gonna appreciate <laughs> right now, you know, in the oh, moment. Because it's just gonna be too difficult. I agree, actually. I think there's a lot of emotional growth and processing, whether you are aware of it or not during yeah. water seasons. But like you said, they're it's not exactly fun. Like you're not ha- really right. having a good and time. And you're not even gonna like realize it until a few months later. Yeah. Right? It's definitely a retrospective like yeah. oh, I learned a lot then. I went through a lot. I felt a lot of things and I came out of it <laughs> feeling this kind of way. And it's right. affected me this way. You know, yeah. like it it does take a lot of self-reflection though. For I sure. think I need to get back on my journaling game and that can this be is really a helpful good time and a probably a difficult time at the yes, same time. <laughs> super hard. But I think like just having that like visual physical representation uh-huh. of like how I'm feeling right now. And yeah. then as I go through cancer season and into Leo and Virgo season, like how that manifests for me and how it changes me and how I see the world like this is a I don't know 2023 overall has been a quite transformative year Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people not just even people our age but so many people and I think this is a really important year for self-reflection if you have the capacity for it right (laughs) not just cancer season but this might be yes (laughs) this might be a good season to start that because it's going to be a an emotional season right it already is it already is like i'm definitely feeling Mm. it and yeah so i mean what i was getting at is like i feel like i need no 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 not at all (laughs) i feel like i need the astrology guidance i know in our last episode i was literally like i'm doing great and i don't need to look at the astrology which isn't really uh which isn't really what i meant it was more like you know there are times where you need the guidance Mm -hmm. because the emotions and feelings are too much (laughs) and at the time i was kind of just cruising along so there was no need to overanalyze things right um but yeah this is gonna be uh i wouldn't say this i wouldn't even say that this week is this upcoming week in astrology is very intense um but it is just like i don't know more emotional and more watery than like people who aren't water signs are maybe used to for sure and if you don't have strong water placements yeah like luck which I don't, I think it's gonna be by the way. <laughs> you don't I have don't. a lot of them. Pisces is like your only one, yeah. practically. Yeah. I have a few. We're both airy. We're very we're airy. Airy, <laughs> airy bitches. Yeah, we're a little, you know, we're in the clouds, if you will. A bit gaseous, maybe? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah like Venus. <laughs> Airheads. Okay. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are airheads. There, we, there you go. We are airheads. <laughs> um Um, i have a few water sign like a few water placements but Uh only one in my inner planets and it's i wouldn't argue that this is my strongest planet yeah no no no, my scorpio mars 
Oh like, shit, I forgot. <laughs> it does explain some of the ways I've been feeling lately, but it's oh, also yeah. I think working together um between the Cancerian energy and the Scorpio energy, the well the upcoming the pending Cancerian energy up uh-huh. to this point uh-huh. like has made me a little bit more inspired. Um yeah, I'm feeling yeah. vulnerable but not in an exposed way, oh, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh yeah. This is an extremely and we'll get into it. This is an extremely yeah. creative time. Yes. We actually just had someone tell us that they're really trying to make some art of their own. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> but um it could be a time where like you're finally settling into some transitional stuff. Yeah. And now you have the chance to create, yes. to make art. Gemini season is a lot of movement. Yeah. A lot of movement and Cancerian yeah. energy is much more still. Mm. So I think this will be a good time to think about like all the ideas you had during Gemini season and start kind of brewing. Start oh, yeah. actually putting them into action. You wrote them all down. You wrote them all down, right? Uh- <laughs> and now <laughs> well, I'll get right on start... that. Let me just scribble. <laughs> like, rushing Try to, to remember. Stuff down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah now is the time to start like working on them yeah. figuring out what you need and how to create projects and stuff kind of put these things in action anyway <laughs> yeah so starting off actually the day this comes out monday the 26th mercury enters cancer mercury is moving again she's doing the most <laughs> every time um actually it's funny before <laughs> before starting this podcast um at this moment mercury is still in gemini right and the technology just seems to be going wrong like for like everyone it's so yeah weird. gemini you know mercury and gemini is gonna go out with a bang i think mm-hmm. so if you've had some if you if it's felt like mercury retrograde recently that might be yeah. why yeah but on monday aka today when you're listening to this maybe or when this comes out mercury enters cancer um which is just like really gonna help you be more upfront about your feelings which is Mm -hmm. a little scary for some of us yes right not me and myself (laughs) But, (laughs) but yes you know being a little more honest about how you're feeling which may be a good time like you said to start journaling to start Mm -hmm. reflecting Mm -hmm. if that's something that you've been struggling with doing um and yeah I think a big uh, overarching theme of cancer season um, is boundaries. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Not Lord that it's an easy Lordy. thing to do. No. Water signs struggle with boundaries. Okay. There's that's no like it's nothing new. Okay. Right. Um, and I was just telling you before this that like, what is the boundary between the ocean and the shore? <laughs> like where is that where is it it's constantly moving Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to like draw a line between where the ocean and shore actually ends (laughs) yeah okay um and so that is like a really big theme for cancer season cancer season is also uh metaphorically a lot about the family Mm -hmm. especially the mother although like i will say like we use a lot of metaphors for cancer about like the mother and the pregnant mother and right. you know, whatever. Um, but like obviously genders 
fake. Right. <laughs> Newsflash. Exactly. I don't know if you gender ever heard is that. Fake. I don't know if you've heard, but gender doesn't exist. Yes. <laughs> it's more of the archetype of the mother yes, versus exactly. that like, being a quote-unquote woman. Yes, exactly. Um, or that mothering, nurturing energy that right. is typically seen as feminine, but, you know, it could be attributed to anyone. Yes. Um. So, yeah, like, think about how your family and your, like, upbringing – Mm-hmm. really shapes your sort of emotional well-being if you will um right. that we kind of have to like relearn and unlearn as we are adults mm-hmm. on our right. own Ooh. um and like a lot of our triggers are actually attributed to our upbringings or our parents mm-hmm. um and especially like the cancer capricorn access because Capricorn is the opposite of Cancer and is also seen as the fatherly authoritarian figure. Um, so both of those placements. So if you are a Capricorn, you will feel this too. Right. Is like, you know, re-examining your relationship with either of your parents or either of your either of your parents or both of them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or and, the archetype who was that in your life? How right. do you see this manifest in your exactly. life? Exactly. And sort of unlearning like those those dynamics mm-hmm. if they're harmful to you now, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is a big theme, and I think Mercury being in Cancer and it will be conjunct the Sun also in a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll really be about like being so honest about your feelings and like what you're going through, maybe with yeah. those family members if they're still around. Or with people that you're currently in relationship with that mimics those those relationship dynamics and those triggers and sort of things that you've learned from being in relationship with your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a big theme. It's kind of a heavy one as well. Right. Um, it's also like kind of been brought up for me, which is also why I've been struggling for these few days mm-hmm. <laughs> being in my parents' home. Um, so yeah, that is a big one definitely a difficult one but i think the astrology is in support of you moving through that right and kind of creating those boundaries more strictly Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's like one of the biggest things that's happening this week and the other big thing that is happening this friday is another retrograde can you believe (laughs) can you believe that we're having yet another one (laughs) um not stressed at all but actually, this Friday, Neptune goes retrograde for about five months. So Neptune's been in Pisces for, for like, ever. I don't even know. <laughs> a Neptune's, long time. Neptune stays in the sign for a really long time. Um, and Pisces, Neptune is seen as one of Pisces' rulers um, along mm-hmm. with Jupiter. So it has been in that sign for a long time. Right. And it's a very abstract planet <laughs> in general. Like... We, we talk about the outer planets being a little more global and a little less uh, interpersonal. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't say that this retrograde is as intense as a Pluto retrograde or even a Saturn retrograde or a Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. Like this will be much more subtle. If you are like a super tuned in spiritual person, which usually I think I am, but I have not been able to <laughs> to be that way in a long time personally. Mm-hmm. Um, you may feel some subtle changes. It may feel hard to kind of like 
it may feel a little harder, I should say, to tune in spiritually because of this retrograde. Mm-hmm. But what I've been reading about Neptune retrograde is that it's a it's an opportunity to kind of step back, observe your feelings, and sort of look at your real life, not the spiritual life, but kind of your on Earth IRL life. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. And Neptune's a super creative, artsy energy, like I said. Mm-hmm. And it is still supporting that even when it's in retrograde. Right. Um, if anything, it's more like instead of having artistic ideals, which I did associate with Pisces last week, right. that Pisces has a lot of artsy, beautiful ideas, but mm-hmm. not necessarily puts them on paper or makes yes. them into any, anything concrete. <laughs> but when right. Neptune goes retrograde, it's much easier to feel inspired to do that. The abstract becomes concrete yes. in a way. Yes. Um, which seems ironic. Like it would seem like a retrograde would kind of be counteractive for any kind of action, but because Neptune itself is so abstract, the retrograde right. means more action. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is great. So it's actually a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really good chance. I mean, it's for five months, so it's about for the rest of the year almost. Right. Yeah, um, pretty much. So kind of what we've been saying, like your mind's been racing with all these ideas, <laughs> right? Yeah. You've kind of put a lot of things into action probably for the first half of this year, mm-hmm. made a lot of changes, had a lot of ideas of how you can move forward with your careers, or maybe you've suddenly gotten a new dream or new goal that you never even thought of before. And this is a yeah. good time to like start that. Like your YouTube right. career. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah this is the time absolutely. to start um for sure so yeah i i think i think this is a good time it could just be a, like a really emotional time making art mm-hmm. is an emotional process and it's vulnerable like yes. what people i think often forget about art is that it is your an expression of you of like your inner self mm in and, whatever aspect you choose to present like right and you give that to other people to exactly interpret. hugely vulnerable yeah. so you know take time mm-hmm. for yourself it's okay to be upset or nervous or hurt <laughs> yes when someone doesn't accept your art in the way that you want them mm, yeah to accept it um but it's just it's also important to be resilient during this time. Mm-hmm. Like wallowing is not helpful in cancer season because yeah. the wallowing gets yeah. really deep. Oh, you yeah. can get way oh, down in me. the Mariana trench of oh. wallowing. If you, yeah. the like, marinara trench, <laughs> the marinara trench. <laughs> <laughs> if you like let yourself stay in that place for too long. Yeah. So, you know, having resilience to moving on, which Actually, we're going to talk about more astrology, but it also relates to the new thing we're adding to the podcast, which is a little bit of tarot guidance mm-hmm. for the week. So Sam does the astrology report and mm-hmm. I do the tarot. And the yes. card that came up this week for this general report is strength, card number 11. Slay. And I love that card. <laughs> I love strength. It's such a powerful I mean, strength, duh. But it's such like a supportive card too. Uh-huh. That even during this really emotional time, like your fortitude, your self confidence, like all mm. of that 
may feel like it's taking blows from the outside, but it really is all an internal process. Mm. Things you need to kind of remind yourself of things that you can fall back on because you are resilient enough to handle Mm -hmm. the vulnerability or you, you know, you're strong enough to take the criticism. Like you are, you are strong, complete whole Mm -hmm. how you are right now. Yeah. But it's important. Sometimes we forget that, you know, like, life beats us down so much that that part of us gets shut away for a while. I was actually getting the strength card a lot in my readings during Pisces season. Ah, uh uh-huh. And during that time, I mean, that's when we first started this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Was during Pisces season. Mm -hmm. And um, that was like a really exciting time. But then kind of right after we started, I went through like such a like, uh such a like burnout phase right and then i started my medium slay thing mm-hmm. you know afterward mm-hmm. but during during the really hard part i kept getting strength yeah. um and you know i've we you and i have been reading astrology for a long time for ourselves mm-hmm. and i feel like i used to get very frustrated when tarot did not seem to reflect what i was currently going through i was just right. like this just seems like almost blind optimism or mm-hmm. or it can feel putting, mocking in a way. Yeah, or like putting a band-aid on it, mm-hmm. if if that makes sense. Yep. Um, but I feel like this time around, because it kept coming up, and I can't deny the evidence. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, this is probably telling me what to maybe not what to strive for, but like what to remind myself of. Mm -hmm. um because strength is not about just like already being the best right it's kind of realizing that despite it all you are actually okay and capable right (laughs) you know another way that i i find you uh, like helpful when interpreting strength and a way that i think is really powerful to interpret strength is um finding your power through honoring all of the facets of yourself. So honoring your vulnerability, your sadness, when you're struck with the mood, the way you express your emotions, the way you allow yourself to express them, Mm -hmm. like the way you overcome a lot of things that happen in your life, despite Mm -hmm. them being probably really traumatic and very difficult to deal with the way you continue yeah and just continue (laughs) it's very powerful it's It's, very much like the essence of strength for me yeah and it's funny because like relating this to cancer season again it does remind me of like postpartum right oh birth is extremely traumatic yes physically and emotionally it is like spiritually (laughs) spiritually like you are on the brink of death bringing life into the world right you know um and like the whole and like now we know that you get a shot of like oxytocin and dopamine or whatever once the baby is born and that's mm-hmm. why you're able to even think of having another child right <laughs> but um i mean that's a really like removed way to think of it mm-hmm. but also thinking of like all the things the th- whatever you created in spite of the struggle yes in insp- like re-inspires you kind of yes um, I agree. That's a and I mean that's obviously not to dismiss like the struggles of postpartum, 
because no, people definitely or go through your that. personal struggles just yes. as you strive to keep going yeah like it's really hard mm. strength is not about i think like you were saying it's not about just covering it up and like smoothing it over it right. really is a like a reminder of your own resilience that you've been through things like this before you've dealt with things that were more difficult things that were less difficult but still impactful right. like you know it it's and I think that's something that's hard about cancer season is remembering that when you're in your emotional pit of despair, you right, know, right. like it can be all consuming, very, um, Ophelia, you know, yeah. drowning in like the oh. own reflect, the reflection you've created of like, that is so cancer. Wow. It is this very <laughs> like watery <laughs> echo chamber. It can be very hard to kind of pull yourself out of that. But. Right. You've made it through seasons like this before and you'll make it through again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plus, you probably have much better support systems as you've aged, you know? Yeah. As we deal with the mommy and daddy issues, <laughs> there are people who will support you. I find that something that I keep coming back to this year especially is community. Mm, um, yeah. I think because it's been so important for me over the past year, it's something that I've been personally reflecting on a lot. Uh, like... I feel like I always need to kind of put out that reminder that like, you're not alone. You have community. It's hard to reach out. Cancer season is a great time to reach out. <laughs> Everybody's mm. feeling mushy mm -hmm. and vulnerable and you can be stronger together if you just need someone to leave. And on. with the cancer mercury, like. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this that is all very supportive of like, getting through mm. feeling the feelings feeling the feelings but like being connected with people at the same time yeah and honoring your feelings it's okay to feel what you're feeling yeah definitely like you um, don't have to cover it up <laughs> yeah because i think of like the difference between mercury and cancer uh versus like maybe mercury and pisces which is also an emotional mm -hmm. communication time but like i feel like when mercury is in pisces it's almost like too much and and a little too deep and uncontrolled and almost like all consuming yeah um whereas cancer like i think of when you know i'm just thinking of like going to a mother who understands a lot more emotionally mm -hmm. because they're a mom like i just feel like you get a level of understanding having a child yeah and you just have like a different kind of love for a child i'm saying this as a childless person but <laughs> right from what i've heard and and talked about with people who've had children is like they're like you know how people say like oh this is like a part of myself like this yeah. is my heart outside of my body right <laughs> kind of thing and so there hopefully is like no judgment there mm -hmm. when the child is emotional that is also like kind of the ideal mm -hmm. um and also like how forgiving a mother is like even if a child gets emotional and upset and says like hurtful things and a mother's forgiveness mm -hmm. which some people may think is kind of uh almost delusional in a way it's like why would you forgive someone for saying those things to you but a mother's love kind of overcomes that right and it's kind of like turning that 
kind of forgiveness and compassion to yourself. Like despite all yeah. the things that you think you Ooh. failed at or mm-hmm. you've done wrong mm-hmm. or the bad feelings and bad thoughts that you've felt or the way mm-hmm. you've treated people that you're not proud of and still haunt you today. Mm-hmm. But like being that forgiving person to yourself. Unconditional love yes. and forgiveness. Yes. And like non-judgmental and kind of just like, you know, it's in the past now. Mm-hmm. Um, in only a way that I think you could do for someone who is your child or has that kind of relationship with you where like you're going to forgive anything that they do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's also a big lesson for for this time. Oh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a lot. It's heavy. And that's just, we've only talked about the sun, Mercury, and Neptune. (laughs) (laughs) There's Um, more happening this week. But there's a really overall cancer season themes, kind of. But remembering your strength this week will be. Definitely the big things that are happening this week. And um, like we've talked about, since the beginning of this podcast, the Saturn mm-hmm. Saturn in Pisces, which is retrograde right now, um, will have a trine with the sun mm-hmm. on Wednesday, the 28th. Delightful. Um, and which means that the Mer- Mercury will also have a trine with Saturn, probably upcoming. Mm-hmm. And sort of that relationship between like your overall life, the stage of life that you're in. Mm hmm. And living it out in the most, like, honest, truthful way. Yes. Um, Ooh, so much vulnerability this week. Yes. Very hard. And a lot of, like... For a lot of us. Living your life for yourself. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is a huge theme. And it's also a huge lesson for cancers. Yes. Too, because... Cancers, like I said, are in this kind of like mother, metaphorically the mother, and mothers tend to not live for themselves. They live right? for the, everyone else, usually. Yes. In a lot of cultures. Yes. A lot of and our own mothers live for exactly. us and not for themselves. And not for themselves and kind of learning to break free from that and like yes. actually make their own decisions. And that's huge. Yeah. That's, that's actually a huge. huge. Thing. Um, so, yeah, that is also a big part of this now. Right. Is, is is sort of learning those things, reflecting on like, oh, I've been doing all of this because of my family or my upbringing or what I believed about myself. And right. moving forward from that is mm-hmm. huge steps um, relate to me a lot right now, I got to say. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that it's all supportive of moving forward. It's just mm-hmm. a little emotional and people don't want to access all of that right now. <laughs> right. Right. I totally get that. And I'm feeling that and like me branching out in terms of content creation and like being a bit more honest about like what I want and where I would like to go with my life is different because my parents don't necessarily like get why I'm doing what I'm doing but Mm. just being honest that like while I do actually like my corporate nine to five you know not that I work a nine to five I work a one to nine but like (laughs) while I do like my job I don't want to do that forever so I'm working on finding my own avenues my own extra lines of revenue and sources of income so that I can actually pursue what I want 
out of my life you right. know like working on these passion projects that I actually am really enjoying and like love taking time to do it's just something important to me mm-hmm. that they don't understand and like breaking free from that and my dad's actually been doing a lot of that this year and he just it was just his birthday last week and like I think he's also in a phase where he's finally like okay it's it's time you know like he's older so Mm. he's like if I don't start doing what I want to now it's not gonna happen (laughs) it's like when do I do it then (laughs) exactly so like I do think that part of like me streaming and kind of pursuing that part of my life actually kind of inspired him and like he's been asking me about different programs that I used to record and like he wants to you know learn stuff that I've been doing that I know how to do and I think it's like very cool to watch my dad finally do that and I think my mom is like almost at a breaking point where she's gonna need to do that too because Uh, she's really unhappy at her job oh yeah but it's like an end a means to an end you know Uh, so for her so yeah I think like there's a lot of creative energy in my house and like inspiring each other and helping each other break out of these things because mm-hmm. even dads and fatherly archetypes struggle with like <laughs> doing what they want to you know yeah, like there's such a sense of responsibility exactly they've been put in a role of like being a provider yeah so there's no space for like well what do you want to do and what inspires you it's like i need to make money so my family can live and i can have a house (laughs) exactly (laughs) and that's been my dad's mo for a long time you know yeah my mom has always actually been the breadwinner but my dad keeps everything else afloat right right like yeah regardless of like the income it's kind of like still the roles that people are put into right yeah especially our parents generation right so, you know, it's been nice to see that inspiration kind of be a little bit infectious between me yeah. and my dad and like our ebbs and flows. And I really hope he like really pushes for what he wants and for his mm. dreams. And my mom is very good about supporting him and they're much better about supporting me. You know, like we've mm. definitely gone through a lot of growth as a family, I think, and learning how to support each other and like yeah, that's good. what we need. So if you're not already there, <laughs> things <laughs> to expect <laughs> during this kind of time period. And like, I think the Saturn and Pisces energy actually is really helping my family be more focused on stuff like that. Yeah. It's nice. It's, it's interesting. My mom also started studying Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I told you this. She's doing like when we came over, you told me. Oh yeah, she started on a course. Mm -hmm. Um, there's like multiple levels to it, up to a doctorate that you can you can be an Ayurvedic practitioner. Mm -hmm. Um, and my my astrologer uncle, I'm sure I've mentioned my astrologer uncle before. He's not an astrologer; he's a mathematician, (laughs) a professor, (laughs) um, but also an astrologer he inspired her to do it because he's also on his way to, I think he's going to do the whole doctorate to be honest. Of course um, he is. Yeah. People like I think PhD he's going to go all the way. PhDs or doctors. <laughs> yeah. No big, no big deal. <laughs> um, but so my mom started on like the, the first 
part of the course. Yeah. Just to see if she would like it. And of course she loves it. We are an academic family. Yeah. <laughs> we like to study, okay? It's right. kind of our our gift and curse at the same time. <laughs> at least I see it that way. Maybe no one else sees it that way. But mm-hmm. we love to learn. We're learners, okay? And um, you know, I was talking to her about it and I was she was like, Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna go to the next one at least, which is Ayurvedic counselor. I believe but and and I was asking her about it um I was kind of like oh well, what do you want to do with this because she had played around with being uh, doing like a nutritionist course before mm-hmm. um and she's like yeah I I'm not sure yet what I want to do with it as terms of my career and I've never heard her say something like that before wow. um and you know it's kind of amazing to hear someone much older than you talk about like oh this new thing i want to do with my career right yeah because even i at 28 am like what am i doing with my life i haven't <laughs> established anything <laughs> you know right um but it's kind of like none of that matters none it never matters when you start something new okay like right. you can start it and not finish it or you can start it and go all the way and it's fine it's all fine yep um so it's yeah okay it's okay and <sighs> a lot of that unlearning comes from family upbringing too mm-hmm. of like you got to establish yourself and especially coming from an immigrant family is like we Ooh. came here so you could establish yourself so what are you doing you're 30 right. now and haven't right. done, <laughs> you haven't done anything with this right but it's very cool that your mom is like pursuing something new right and i feel like while your parents place an interesting burden on you to <laughs> succeed and do well subconsciously i, think, I will right say. it's not it's not intentional yeah um, like no one's I, asking me to come support the family financially which is right. a whole other thing that a right. lot of immigrant kids go through Whew, that's so a huge other thing i will already say that i come from a place of privilege because of that right but i but do feel regardless. like you're regardless i do feel like your family your parents have always been supportive of you doing what feels right to you i feel like even when it feels like they don't they do trust you i've had those decisions for yourself i've had to Mm -hmm. fight yeah um but it's been it's been more flexible than i would say most people i know in the same kind of family dynamic Mm -hmm. um you know so much so that they come to me being like, how did you, how did your parents let you do that? And it's kind of right. like, well, they didn't. I did it anyway. <laughs> I Which said, is this is what I'm doing, actually. A testament <laughs> to your strength overall to relate it back yes. to the tarot for the week. But like, I think that that's something that as you fought for it, now it is a bit easier to deal with where like, mm. yes. they trust you to know what is right for you in yes. terms of like taking the next steps oh for certainly you. Like, yeah not to be burnt out all the time even though you are just because of how <laughs> school is that's not their <laughs> like that's not your fault you know but right. like it's not really a choice i should say uh-huh. yeah. um <laughs> yeah. but you know i feel like they do trust you to make those decisions for yourself and like right 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 pursue things that you're excited about mm. and or refinding those passions for yourself mm-hmm. and yeah i don't know i think you're in a i think both of us actually have unique 
family identities yeah your family's so different from mine (laughs) no and that's the thing our families are so different but even your family in terms of being an immigrant family and your upbringing I do think is different from other immigrant families and like the way you know your schooling has been and how they've responded to it is different from uh-huh. Um, in other immigrant families and, and like, I, I mean it's also part of that uh or a contributing factor is that my sisters also had uh what's the word like less standard paths as well uh-huh um, yeah and it's so just, it's interesting all three of us kind of had to <laughs> be like actually I can't just do what you want me to do <laughs> just because right. you know you want that right um, like I want it too, but I have to find my own way right. to it. So I need you to trust me for a minute. Yeah, like, just hold on yeah. for a moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm still gonna do the things. Okay. Right. Right. Um, and you know, my sisters are in their mid thirties and just now getting into their careers as well. Mm-hmm. Like really established. You right. Know? Truly um, finding their way. Yeah, and 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 that's also just a generational thing, right? Like where most people in our generation stay at a job for like two years at a time until they right. find the right thing or start right. working for themselves. Absolutely, you know. I, I literally saw a TikTok about this the other day. Yeah, and it was in. I know you suggested the Evelyn and Friends episode last week. Uh huh. When they talked about like I don't dream of labor. Yeah, that generational difference too. Yes. Of like. Our parents' idea is that you go to college and you study something and then you either keep studying it <laughs> yep. or you get a job related to it. And then you stay in that job And then job you stay in the job forever. Until you die. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they don't treat you that well. Yep. What is the what is it? It's like if they do well by you or something like that. Whatever. Whatever mm-hmm. the boomer generation thinks about their jobs. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Your parents aren't really boomers, but they're no. still kind of in the same they're similar mindset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They're definitely closer to boomers, but not quite. <laughs> not quite. But that and that is like a lot of how they approach work, right? Like I said, for my mom especially, her job is means to an end you know yeah yeah good retirement she has plenty of job security they're not firing her anytime soon not only because she's very 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 good at her job but (laughs) because they don't turn over positions like that at where she works like good and even for my dad (laughs) his job is also just a means to an end again yeah he's very good at it my family is just a family full of people who give about 60 to 70 percent and excel beyond everyone else you know like that's my family that's every single one of us so yeah so i think it's hard for them i mean it's become easier but i think they're they were definitely taught to be people who give their their all Mm. and sacrifice a lot of their own mental health and personal well-being for their jobs and they don't do that as much anymore they are modernizing you know (laughs) (laughs) it's also like at a certain point you can't do that anymore like you can't exactly i mean you physically can't my parents are approaching 60 like they're older you know they they don't have the the capability (laughs) to give that much of themselves it just would not be good for a 60 year old to 
keep straining like that. You know? Exactly. My mom is literally having to get soldier- shoulder surgery in the fall because her job has always been quite physical and it's mm. a great job. She loves that aspect of her job, but she physically can't do it yeah. anymore. Like she's definitely you know? too young to be getting a yeah. shoulder surgery. She, to need to have her shoulder replaced. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like, <laughs> it's a lot. So It's a lot. Um, and I think these generational kind of analyses <laughs> or generational uh-huh. differences have been coming up. I mean, they've been in discussion for a long time. Right. But I've been thinking about that more. And I think it relates to cancer season as well to see, like, the differences in thinking between the generations. Yeah. I And just as, like, a reminder, this discussion kind of stems from this Saturn in Pisces. Oh, yeah stuff that we're talking about right which is a huge generational placement planet movement like this is huge so these are generational patterns like i'm just thinking like my parents my dad was kind of in a similar place where he was like working a job at that time that was a means to an end he was in the military and it's like you work as long and as hard as you can in the military to then be set up with benefits right you know like for the rest of your life exactly and for your whole family yeah so like that's a huge thing and then my mom was just starting her ultrasound career or like she had started it pretty recently after i was born and this being our our saturn return like Mm. our first saturn return oh yeah this is you know like She's kind of in the same place again where like <laughs> right. she's on the cusp. I can feel it and I he- hear it and I she's talked about it of starting <laughs> something new or moving, shifting her career. Just like moving way, on. Know? like Yeah. So like we're kind of entering this same place. It's all patterns and cycles and things. Right. So um, like this is the Saturn return of her career. <laughs> if you want right, to think of right. it like that. If you want to think of it like that. <laughs> like this is just a lot of generational shifts and yeah patterns we're revisiting definitely like you're you're right that saturn does it represents the generations and phases of life Mm -hmm. like childhood adulthood i guess adolescence in between (laughs) adolescence in between early adulthood and then later adulthood when you're getting into your retirement phase at least in the states I don't know how retirement works in other countries. <laughs> probably a lot more. Uh, what's the word? I don't know. It's probably just more logical in other countries, to be honest. And so, right. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was a very long tangent. No, but I, I, I do think I do think it all really relates, um, to to like what's going on in astrology for sure. And like reflecting on reflecting on your parents and what they've gone through and how their life is very different from yours. So them either judging your lifestyle or your career mm-hmm. choices, like they may have some good advice, but sure. also <laughs> but also they just won't know where you're coming from because we live in literally a different world yes. <laughs> than they than they exactly. did when they were our age. Exactly um so yeah like i think that's important to keep in mind when dealing with that criticism or whatever it is from our parents Mm -hmm. generation right and also when we're looking at younger generations too i was thinking about this yesterday of like now we're getting 
you and I, mm-hmm. I, I would think, are getting to the age where, like, we don't understand children, the children. <laughs> I really don't. I'm going to be honest don't. with you. I don't, I don't get understand it. the children, but I think for me anyway, I think it's important for me to at least try. Yes. Because I don't want to, I don't want to start making judgments about them and forget what I was going through when I was younger. Yep. And also be aware of like how different things are than when mm-hmm. I was when I was younger. Absolutely. So, yeah. And and the thing is, if you if you talk to a teenager for long enough, they probably have a lot of the same exact concerns that you did when you were younger. Mm-hmm. But they just have a different language to talk about it. They have like a different uh, lexicon and yeah. just that just actually other different so things much going too. on. Yeah. The language you use reflects <laughs> your thoughts, right? Like, Right, right. Even if it seems like silly or like, quote unquote, adults don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Like the way you use your language reflects your thought process. And so phrases that are popular with the <laughs> youths. Oh, yeah. The youth. That means a certain uh-huh. thing to them that means maybe something different to us. Like that's. That's important to right. how they think about bigger ideas yeah <laughs> like why themselves. think about how like why are some of these phrases so trendy right now like obviously it's reflective of a lot of stuff that people are going through right. like think of how much more language we have about mental health or relationships mm-hmm. and toxic relationships like yeah all of those things those are all created by the current culture yeah and what the current culture is focused on exactly so instead of like making jokes and memes about it of of, like why it's all silly Mm -hmm. it's kind of like huh why are the youths (laughs) using more or different language to talk about certain things it's because maybe their dating lives are very different from when we were younger blah 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 Mm -hmm. all those things right i think are important to reflect on yeah um yeah Sorry, that was a long tangent about a singular trine. We have a oh. couple more things to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Although I feel like we touched on a couple of different oh, sure. things that are just in the general astrology for the yeah. next week. But um, I would say another another aspect. We've talked a lot about water replacements. Mm-hmm. Um, Venus and Chiron keep like meeting each other in different little aspects okay and we've talked about this before where it could be about um reflecting on certain wounding or toxic dynamics in your relationships whether it's romantic relationships or otherwise but usually romantic (laughs) usually Usually romantic relationships um and on thursday Venus and Chiron will have a trine in Leo and Aries. So this is more fiery energy. Big Venus fiery has been, clash, honestly. Yes. Yes. A bit of a clash. I mean, yeah. it's a harmonious placement, but it is. Chiron it is Chiron and Venus meeting up with each other. It's not yeah. all rainbows and uh, you know, unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> to me, this one, Venus and Leo and Chiron and Aries screams uh-huh. like toxic relationship with yourself um leos are (laughs) self-focused okay (laughs) 
Careful now. <laughs> you have Leo friends. Not to this. selfish. Self-focused. Those are different. So self-centered. No, not that either. <laughs> oh, man. oh my god! I'm kidding. Not that either. <laughs> and. Aries. I mean, Aries are also a little self-focused. They you? are self-focused as well. Like they're the babies, remember? <laughs> yeah. It's all about they me. Represent I'm the the ego. Baby. They represent yeah. the head and face. Right. <laughs> you know, very like right. yeah. yeah. Leo. So this like kind of again, you a, a trine is a harmonious placement, but it is very much like <laughs> you're you maybe you'll be feeling your oats that day but you're oh, gonna feel oh, extra vulnerable about it feeling your oats we feeling just talked about oats. the use and their lingo. we did and, and then i used dated lingo <laughs> you might be feeling yourself really hard on thursday right like you're gonna be so into it but if you receive one speck of criticism crumbling a puddle devastated oh, like dear. that's the energy i'm getting from this uh, yeah. venus trying chiron thing like <laughs> your yeah. self-image is going to be a little bit fragile but you'll have an air of confidence until someone brings you down but it's going to be like a spiral if someone does yeah that and that is the same day that mercury trines saturn so you may have something to say about it or cry yeah. You, you, might just cry. you just need to cry about it, okay? <laughs> it's okay if you need to cry about it. Tears yeah, I could, I could also see this being like, um, kind of if you are in a romantic relationship of any kind, your mm-hmm. partner kind of triggering, triggering you a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, some friction could trigger each other, mm, not just yeah. them to you. It could just be you're having a little tension, uh, trying to communicate everybody's being yeah. not like really willing to see like to meet each other where you right. are you know and that's okay yeah sleep maybe cry just like come back the next day or yeah so. deal with it when it's emotionally healthy did yes. you see this i've been kind of on twitter too much <laughs> lately mm-hmm. it's a problem but did you see this video going <laughs> going around of this couple it's a TikTok that's been going around on Twitter, of course. Uh-huh. And it's this couple probably in their 40s at least. Um and the one... <laughs> Oh, it's so embarrassing. I like oh god, it's so, it's so <laughs> terrible. I was just like, why did I have to see this? And um it's just been coming up over and over again, but mm-hmm. it's this woman trying to be like, "Oh, I just feel like you don't listen to me when I'm like trying to tell you about my feelings." Yeah. And she, her man comes behind her and cuts her off like kind of holds her i don't even know holds her like waist and neck kind of no and this is just like (laughs) jordan jordan Mm -hmm. jordan he's kind of just like just stop you're doing too much but he okay i can't even i'm not i don't want to imitate how he said it because it's just too much for me oh my god and he's kind of like saying it into her neck no, 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 in no, the no, like no, crook no, of her no, neck. No, 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 no. He's like, you're doing too much. You know, no, just, I hate it. I hate just it. Just calm down. That's and terrible. Then he Don't smacks, ever let anyone. Then he do smacks this. her ass and leaves. <gasps> no, no way. No, and she fuming, fuming. But here's the thing: she kind of, she kind of stops, and her eyes roll back in ecstasy. What? <laughs> Or is it in disgust? And people no, 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 are no, assuming? no. 
No. Oh, we're positive. It's in pleasure. Okay. It's in pleasure. Uh, and hate it. Here's <laughs> I once this shows up on your timeline and you see the discourse, it is like too it's too much. It's too much. But I mean, there's people saying like it's not that serious. This is just their It kink. is that serious. No. And then there are some people who are saying, like, this is a really bad misrepresentation of that kink. Yes, it is. Of, like, a submissive dom kind of dynamic. Yeah, like, that's, that's not, not healthy. what that is. That's not healthy. In the Ugh. way that it's represented. Because, yeah, it could all be scripted. Sure. Like, it could all just be scripted just for a video. Fine. Sure. But I hate it. But I, it's, like, not, it's not a good. Like, a submissive dom kink doesn't mean, like, I don't care when you're talking about your feelings. Yeah, that's, like, like that's decidedly up. not what that is. Right. Very much not what that is at all. Yeah. And, like, that's a very fine line. And, like, sure, there can be, like, a... There could be a way for that to be okay and, like, maybe hot, <laughs> I guess. I but guess, not not when someone, I'm just not when the dialogue is just like I feel like you don't listen to me when I talk about my feelings. Yes, you know when that's the opener. <laughs> this does not. This situation is wrong. I'm yeah. like viscerally triggered oh, by that. Oh, it was that. so bad. Viscerally triggered by that actually because it's happened to me. Bad. The follow up was not in his favor so i'm not standing there and the thing is it wasn't even hot like he was not hot about it it was just like no i'm just like no that was cringy that's it was cringy at best and abusive at worst so there's that i hate it and like overall like even if this is supposed to be like scripted kink content Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't it's like bad for the reputation of people who are actually yes, trying to reduce the stigma of their kinks right yep. don't ever let anyone do that to you i'm telling you oh. the listener right now don't ever don't ever stand for that shit right so i fought for five years over that shit mm. <laughs> don't ever let someone do that to you because it's not acceptable right um and then like of course there were <sighs> a lot of jokes of like of course this happened of course of course some old people would do this is try to spark their their relationship again and stuff like that and it's like no that is not what we're doing here. we better not not be doing that here because that's not that's not what we're doing here no um so yeah that this upcoming transit kind of reminds me of that video unfortunately venus of of kind of like you know what are what are parts of your dynamic with your partner that are actually you know like sexually healthy or just like romantically Mm -hmm. you know yep healthy versus you know is this actually doing something to how you express yourself like is it actually restricting how you express yourself and and those sorts of things yeah it's again just a lot of like a lot of self-reflection is necessary to take advantage of transits like this versus being bowled over by them and letting mm. like and just letting shit happen to you, you know. Yeah, I think yeah, being aware of it, or like if you're if that day you're feeling a little sensitive, a little soft, a little bit more easily um, upset, like having the self awareness to be like whether you are aware of the astrology or not, just having the self awareness to be like, okay, 
I'm feeling easily provoked today and I need Mm. to take a step back for me or like change something about my situation right now. What like as best I can Mm -hmm. physically remove myself from this, like put on a few more layers of the mask. So I'm not triggered by everyone saying whatever to me, Mm. whether it's meant to be harmful or not, you know, like I think that's one of those where people are going to be up in arms quite quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And everybody's going to be a little rowdy in a not nice way, not a fun way, rowdy, (laughs) a harmful way, rowdy. So, you know, being aware, protecting your peace. If you're feeling like you're rowdy, taking a step back, turning it down a notch. Mm. (laughs) Like, it's just important to be self-aware. And I think not enough people are actually (laughs) self-aware. Right, right you know anyway well and and here's also a related transit uh with with venus in leo happening on sunday is a square with uranus yeah and i think this relates to what you're saying like not most people reflect on this stuff because it's kind of not like socially acceptable to like you're supposed to just be happy that you're with someone yeah (laughs) actually like why are you complaining and the reason you're complaining the reason you're complaining about this kinky video is why you're single actually (laughs) that's like a lot of what's been going on on twitter by the way that's disgusting i'm like y'all take things too seriously and that's why you're single oh my god (laughs) i saw another video uh another tiktok of someone uh what is it duetting Mm -hmm. (laughs) god i sound so old (laughs) someone duetting someone else's tiktok the first tiktok was like of this content creator and doing like a daily vlog kind of thing and she's like oh and me and my me and my man are gonna uh film some dirty content for my only fans or whatever right and then the woman uh replying to that it's just like, oh my god, like I never put myself like this on the internet and I have a good job and I like support myself and like I'm single and that's unfair. What the fuck? This <laughs> like morally superior Ew, bullshit. That's not what we're about. Yeah. Sex work is real work. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Get your bag. Actually. Get your fucking bag. And then money. of course, like all the replies are like, that's why she's single. That's why she's single. It's like <laughs> I hate everyone. That's also not okay. Yeah, yeah. I I just just feel like, um, you know, leading up to this transit, Venus squaring Uranus is just like a lot of, you know, a lot of people are being very progressive with their relationships. Mm -hmm. Even to me, it's a little shocking. I grew up in a little Asian immigrant household. (laughs) Right. Um, but kind of like the dichotomy of people trying to return to the really traditional ways versus people who are being extremely progressive and open. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that could also be a theme coming up because of that transit. Yeah, definitely some tension and like everyone's trying to be in each other's business for some reason. Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. A little bit nosy. A little bit nosy, but that's kind of the vibe uh, regarding relationships. It's much more global. I yeah. think don't but project a, your relationship ideals onto other people's relationships yeah. okay just don't like it. if anything figure out what your own ideals are because they're probably yeah. a little fucked up okay <laughs> like i'm not gonna lie most of y'all don't even know yeah 
If you're in a relationship, <laughs> does your relationship reflect what you want from a relationship? Does it really reflect that? For or both are of you? Just kind Not of just for settling. Ooh. Oh. Have you let something slide for a long time that you need to re like re- reaffirm with your partner that hey, we need to be doing this uh, or I don't like that we're doing this mm. and here's how I want to change it. Like But don't leave me. <laughs> but don't leave me. Conversations need to be had. Okay. <laughs> this is it. again cancer season. Good time. It might be a little emotional. Yeah. But it's gonna be Not like Not easy, but good. Good. Yes. Not easy at all. Mm. But you have to be vulnerable. <laughs> let's let's open uh-huh. the floodgates, everybody, okay? Because we want to go okay. into Leo season having fun and feeling confident yes. and feeling ourselves. Oh my god. Okay. I know Leo season is technically the end of summer, right? But like Leo season is like real hot girl energy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Girl is non-gender specific in this case. <laughs> G U R L girl. Thank you. Or G O R L girl. Yeah, girl. Hot squirrel. Hot. Yes, hot squirrels. Whatever. You know, hot person summer is Leo season. So you need to have your emotional baggage sorted out in cancer season. Because you can't be out here hot girling it up at the beach. Hot personing it up at your local farmer's market if Mm. you're stuck in an emotional look. (laughs) Farmer's markets are sexy, okay? (laughs) If you're stuck with Cancerian emotional baggage, you can't go into Leo season ready to fucking stunt on everyone. Right? Show off, show out for Leo season. So get your shit together right now. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was good. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, those are the big things happening with Venus. Yeah. And then, like we mentioned about, like, career shifts, that's going to be further uh, supported right after Neptune goes retrograde. Uh, Mercury and the sun uh, will be sextile with Jupiter. So, like, nice. again, a really good time to be, like, I'm living my life. For me, mm-hmm. <laughs> my dreams, they're dreams, expansive. Goals. Jupiter's still in Taurus. Take Thank advantage God. of it, okay? <laughs> Take advantage of Jupiter being in Taurus, I think. Like, it's so, it's such an abundant time. Like, it's... For me, like, Jupiter can be a placement about luck and fortune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think people... There are people who identify with being unlucky, or unfortunate like they have mm-hmm. to work really hard for stuff instead right. of just getting it but it's it's more of a mindset like everyone has to work well <laughs> i was gonna say everyone has to work hard for what they get unless your father gives you a small e- loan of a million dollars you know <laughs> yeah things like that yeah you know disregarding <laughs> privilege here mm-hmm. we all strive to get what we want even people who are super privileged have to self-reflect on what they want most of them just like fall into a role that they have to do right they're like oh let me carry on my father's business with my million dollar loan (laughs) right but what do i want for me what do i want even the nepo babies have to find their purpose okay (laughs) 
and oh yeah, Saturday will be a really good time for us and the Nepo babies to, mm-hmm. to be a little more authentic in our purpose, or oh, at least yeah. reflect on how we can be more authentic in, in what we're doing. Right. So, like, overall, this is a really good time. <laughs> I feel like we say that every week. I know. <laughs> overall, sometimes it's not stuff. a good time, though, but like, really. Yeah. Really, this is a good vulnerable week this is a very evolutionary time you know it is we're evolving (laughs) we're growing up okay we're growing what do you want to be when you grow up (laughs) oh my god i don't know what i want to be when i grow up anymore i was listening to miles's podcast miles bonsignore um and he asked one of his hosts She's like guest, like what she wants to be when she grows up. This is someone in her like mid thirties who mm-hmm. has a pretty established career, and she was like, "Um, me? <laughs> I want to be me myself." And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, that's a good. That's actually a really good answer." <laughs> but but he was kind of saying like, "What version of yourself do you want to evolve into?" You know, mm-hmm. and. Like, like for himself, he was like, I want to be like a little more mature, a little calmer and, and be like, he essentially said that he wants to be seen more as a reliable person. Um, and that sort of thing. So like, what are parts of you that, you know, within yourself are you, but Mm -hmm. like, we don't really get to express many parts of ourselves. We kind of have to fit into what our job wants or what our parents want or what our partner wants. You know? Yep. So when I say what do you want to be when you grow up is kind of like, you know, when I think of people who are grown up compared to me, <laughs> like people who are older, mm-hmm. is that they give less of a shit about what other people think. Yeah. And they just like worry less in general, it seems. Because they just have like more of a calm confidence. Yeah. In themselves. Right. Um, that they don't feel like they have to fit into a mold as much anymore Mm -hmm. which is kind of what i want to be when i grow up if that makes sense i would love that that'd be nice yeah so i think reflecting on that this week would be good and writing it down i've been so bad at writing stuff down but it would be a good idea i think Mm -hmm. to write those things out and then when you feel a little lost in the sauce later you can look back at it and be (laughs) like oh this is stuff that i want you know yeah exactly So yeah, that that's kind of it. We've covered a lot of stuff this time. But I think um I don't know, I like how the astrology kind of relates with each other, all of these transits and stuff. It doesn't seem quite so chaotic. Yeah. It seems more like a the- there's a general theme. There's a theme for <laughs> Yeah. The that's what I feel like this time out anyway. So yeah, that's kind of it's kind of what's up. Yeah, I agree. Wow. It only took us an hour and 15 minutes to get that across. (laughs) Yeah, concise. Very concise. (laughs) We are nothing if not concise. You know Mm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. We don't ramble. No. Oh my god. (laughs) Let's move on. Sam and I don't have 
don't have anything new to recommend. <laughs> we tried to talk about it, and there's just nothing new. Yeah. I'm still reading Harrow. I'm still watching YouTube. That's all I've got. Okay? I finished. I finished my Korean drama. Oh, you finished it? Wow. Yeah, I finished. <laughs> I finished Doctor Cha. Is it a complete series? Like, series yes. Or- oh, it's over. Over. It's over. Ooh. <laughs> um. And how do you feel? It, it confirms even more that it's a very cancerian show to me. Okay. Um, it goes along so much with what we've been talking about that it kind of blows my I'm realizing it now that it blows my mind. Like it's definitely about a mother who kind of reimagines her purpose and oh, wow. removes herself from a from a very terrible situation. You love to see it. Yeah. I think it was really good and it's a very it's very different from Korean dramas I've watched in the past or just like rom-coms in general. Like mm-hmm. there's no like, oh, everyone's happy and everyone coupled up at the end. <laughs> you know, oh. it's, it's not like that at all. Yeah. And it really, you really get a much more fulfilling and open-ended ending for each of the characters, I think, mm-hmm. in a more realistic way than like because here's the thing korean drama and this one as well had so many just like tragic dramatic events that aren't realistic (laughs) but usually i feel like dramas and end these very drastic dramatic shows yeah with like a tidy like perfect little ending (laughs) and it's just like even more unrealistic right Mm -hmm. but this is just like nope all these characters went through really difficult tragic things yeah and now they're moving on with their lives in ways that just like make much more sense and i was like it was very refreshing actually that's um nice. so that's kind of i mean i i literally just finished it and i haven't started on anything else um i want to watch the new black mirror but i've heard that's not good and i don't like getting reviews before i get to watch it <laughs> so that's unfortunate mm-hmm. um but, I mean, we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely look into it because it's one of my favorite shows, I think. Um, I've, I'm in a, we're in like a waiting period for stuff because I'm waiting for a lot of music to come out. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm looking forward to Doja's project. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited actually about that. Um, Like, her song was so good. I kept seeing the like God, teaser so clip good. and I was like, this is already pretty good. But then when I listened to the whole song, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I don't I'm know when so that comes good. out. Probably soon, right? I don't know. I think so. And obviously EXO comes out with something. They're going to have, well, actually by the time this comes out, within a few days, their other pre-release song will come out. Mm-hmm. And then a week, in a week, their album will come out and I will just be revived. I will be rebirthed. I will be, I will, yep. I will just rise from the ashes again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for that. I'm so um, excited. Yeah. And like, like I said, Shiny's coming out. New Jeans is going to come out. So many K-pop. Uh, Blackpink's going to come out with something <gasps> too. Blackpink is coming back. Literally that everyone is, so is coming back. And it stresses Ugh. me out because it's time. Listen, the K-pop fandoms are ruthless online. And 
everyone coming out at the same time is just going to be <laughs> a lot. But I'm also kind of looking forward to it because it'll be entertaining. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I can't wait. So I'm kind of just in an in-between time. I haven't been consuming much new stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been uh, kind of just chilling more and going outside, but now we're in a torrential downpour that's just going <laughs> to last until the rest of the week, I think. Yeah, I think there's a, a, a hurricane, hurricane, so yeah. we're just stuck for a little while. We're here. This is just regular <laughs> regular East Coast things. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I I've think just been that's... doing the same shit. I don't have the capacity for new stuff right exactly. now. I mean, I want to. <laughs> I don't want to fill my brain with new things yet. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I want to read more books, but somehow I haven't really found time to read. I'm gonna be honest. Mm. <laughs> like I've been reading a little bit before bed. I moved one of my lamps that was on my desk over mm-hmm. to my bed, and I'm glad I did that. Um, because now I can read in bed, and it's no big deal, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. So we're working on. <laughs> reading more i also did get four books from the library so i really need to read (laughs) oh yeah now you're on a time limit (laughs) yeah a three-week time (laughs) limit before i have to go take them back so oh my gosh yeah it's fun yeah i think surely by next week we'll have more stuff to talk about i'm sure we always Um, do it's a time to consume and be inspired and create (laughs) yeah yeah Alright. Well, I think that's it. Let's just I, wrap I it up. We gotta not. wrap it up. <laughs> we gotta shut this down, okay? We gotta shut this down. Uh, we're trying to make the episodes slightly shorter. I don't know. We Very did slightly, that. apparently. Yeah, very slightly. <laughs> <laughs> but we're hoping that it's like a little bit of a better format and a little more I don't know, cohesive. Yeah, let us know Is that the think. right word? Yeah. 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 Let us know what you think. Did you like it? Or are you bored? <laughs> What's up? Give us your feedback. In the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh we're done. God. We're done. We're done. We're we're we'll see you guys later. Okay. Just like just have a good week. Stay in your lane. What's the, what's the thing that we say? Medium slay and and uh uh <laughs> do all the things. Okay? Shut up. Everybody shut up. Everybody shut up. Although this is kind of the time to talk, actually. Actually, talk to actually people, talk. but like be careful and think about what you're gonna say before you say it. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you like the show, consider giving us a little rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. We'd appreciate that so much. And you can always reach us at two cups between with the number two on Twitter, or you can also email us at twocupsbetween at gmail.com. Have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye-bye. What was that? What do you what mean? Was... You always say that. I say the same your, thing. Your intro, your outro was great. I just, just this episode was oh <laughs> special. God, I immediately thought you were criticizing no, no, me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the cancerian energy of it all. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Why are you always talking down to me? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, I love it. Okay, let me just... Sorry, I just done? said so much in, like, two seconds. Let that was just so funny. Drink the water.
God, why are we so good at this? That's funny. Why is my voice so shaky? Because <laughs> you're trying not to laugh. No, no, no. Uh, na, 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 me, 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 me. 